0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today I want to talk to you about buyer's remorse and mental health. I know it sounds strange, like how the two can be related, but I think we've all experienced buyer's remorse, where you buy a thing and then immediately you get home and you feel shame, guilt. You you start beating yourself up. Why did I buy this? I didn't really need this and then you look at your bank account and you realize you couldn't even really afford it or it doesn't fit or it doesn't look as good as you thought it would or it didn't make you as happy as it as you expected it to and now you're just kind of sitting there with these you know ugly pants or a shirt that looks awkward or a, a car that's too expensive or maybe a house that's just too big for you or too small or in the wrong location. We've all experienced buyer's remorse. Sometimes we do it with food or or even, you know, drinks and alcohol where you're like, "Why did I buy five shots?" like, "What was I what was I thinking?" right? Or even going to the grocery store, you, you buy way too much of the the foods that you you know is not in your meal plan. And you, you know, but we all do it. We all do it. We all buy that thing that leaves us with this awful taste in our mouth. And um, but you're like, why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because I think about when people have attempted suicide. They often will report that ah, it's not what I it, it, it's not what I wanted to do. It's not the the outcome that I. Was hoping to have. I really like. There's a. There's a buyer. There's a regret. There's a shame. There's a guilt. There's a a a pain associated with it. Even as they're doing it, they go, "Ah, I I, want to reverse this. How do I stop this? This is not what I want." Anna Karenina in her book, um, in the book uh, where you know, if you haven't read it by now, I I'm I'm gonna ruin it for you, but uh, you know, she ends her life, but by, you know, I'm not going to tell you how she does it, but as the, the she she commits to something that she can't undo, and as it's happening, she goes, oh, this was a bad idea. She had buyer's remorse, and, and what's interesting is this buyer's remorse can last up to like 72 hours, right? Um, and so when you are feeling the pain when that pain is so intense, when that pressure is so intense, buy yourself 72 hours, 72 hours. I know that feels like a long time. And if 72 hours feels too long, one hour, one minute, one second. Say, can I, can I stay, can I hang on for one more second? Can I do one minute? Can I do one hour? I do one day. And then just slowly, slowly build on the amount of time you're going to give yourself. Because there are just some things, as you know, it buys remorse, we can't take back. You know, once we end our life, that's it. There's we we can't, there's no receipt for that. You can't you can't take it back. And and so I want to use you know when we talk about buyer's remorse and how to how to avoid that right how do we avoid buyer's remorse and so I'm gonna I'm gonna juxtapose how to avoid buyer's remorse with you know how to save our lives how to buy ourselves some time to allow us to expand out and widen the scope of what our options are a lot of times when we buy, you know, that buyer's remorse is we feel like we have to have that one thing. And that's the only thing that we can see and we don't realize are the 10 other options that we have. And so to help us expand our scope, to widen our vision, to deepen the depth so we can see further and see broader, expand the plane of the horizons of opportunities and alternatives that are before us, Right? One is budget. You know, the most important thing you can do is budget your finances, budget your time. And, and, and yes, I'm talking about finances because we're talking about buyer's remorse, but in terms of our mental health, budget your day. Like a lot of times when we think about wanting to end our lives, it's, we feel overwhelmed. We have so much on our plate. We're trying to do too much. Budget your time, your energy. You know, say, all right, I'm only going to give 20 minutes to this thing, and then I'm going to give maybe an hour to that. I, I do it all the time. I, I, I use a thing called the Pomodoro technique where, where I feel a bit stressed and overwhelmed where I have too many things on my plate, but I have to juggle all these things on my plate today. I say, okay, I'm going to give each one of these things 20 minutes. I'm going to do this for 20 that for 20, that, that way I, I feel like I'm chipping away at each thing, and then I can circle back and from that momentum, now that I build up some momentum of action, that none of them seem as overwhelming. because really what happens is I'll have five things on my plate, and it feels so overwhelming like there's no way I can get them all done today. And I, I really underestimate my capabilities sometimes. So a thing that really is probably going to take me five minutes in my head is going to take me five hours. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't as tough as I thought it was going to be. But budget your time. You know, right now, um, you know, I'm I'm recording this podcast at 8.30 a.m. in the morning. And I'm doing it now because Michelle's at the gym, Mila's with her. And so the house is quiet and I can I can focus and and get these ideas out, I've budgeted my time, versus Michelle being home, and the dog here, and then people be in and out, you know, we have a lot of friends who stop by, and uh, we have uh, some construction taking place, and uh, there's just a lot of moving parts, so then maybe I can't get to it, and then I end up frustrated, so I know Michelle goes to the gym at the same time every day, and I go, this is, you know, a thing that's very important for me to do, so I'm gonna do this now, because this is this the space that I have to do it. I'm budgeting my time I'm budgeting my energy, and that might and that and that can take time for you to figure out what time is the best time to do a thing. A lot of times what ends up happening is we want to do things when we want to do it, and we're not really accepting of the circumstances and the environment that we're in so it requires uh, an awareness of. What's possible? What's the best way for us to work within it instead of waiting for the best possible circumstances to then act? That, that's, um, that's putting our, our future in someone else's hands when we can take control of certain aspects of it. So budget your time. Budget your energy so you know how much you can expend. Know what time you're going to bed. I'm going to bed at this time. I'm going to the gym at this time. And then that way the, the world will slowly start to shift around you. It's just like I, mean, I know Michelle's going to the gym at the same time. So I'm shifting my world around her. She knows I do certain things at other times. She shifts her world around me. It's a give and take. It's a it's a back and forth. Um, so budget, 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 right? So we don't end up with that buyer's remorse feel and then we feel overwhelmed and, and burdened and we become resentful. Um, but we have to budget. We have to budget, and that way we can avoid the game and the the, the game, the, the shame and the guilt that comes with the buyer's remorse. Right. Uh, the second thing is we want to make a list. All right, make a list uh, that gives us a, a game plan for what our needs are for 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 what we need today, just today. What do you need today? Do you need to work out today? Do you need a hug? Do you need to, to talk to somebody? Do you need to socialize? Do you need to journal? Do you need to get a project done? Make a list of what your your needs are, not, not the to-do's, I'm not talking about to-do's, of what it is you really need. right? And, and usually it's three things, max. Anything more than that, then be, that's a to-do. But what are your real needs for today do you do you need a, a hug do you what is it that you really need so that you're not reaching for the things you don't need you're not reaching for the extra food the drugs the alcohol the whatever it is Make a list of what your your needs are and 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 the truth is you may not even be aware really what your needs and wants are, right? So that may take time. That might take days, weeks, months. That might be something that you slowly discover and unravel. But but think about it just for today. Just for today. Just these next 24 hours. Make a list of what your needs are. Because, you know, if you go into a grocery store and you don't have that list, you're going to buy like, Twenty things you're gonna buy. you gonna be like, "Why did I buy that? I didn't. I didn't need that." Well, because you probably didn't have a list. You didn't have a game plan, right? So there, we have to think about. We have to plan, prepare, protect. That's what they say in in AA: plan, prepare, protect. If we want to protect our lives, then we have to have a plan for our day, and that starts with. uh you know, have, making sure that we're budgeting our time and making a list of what our needs for the day are. And then also we want to be content, right? Be content. Uh, and, and I'm going to switch that a little bit in terms of dealing with buyer's remorse, you know, so that we can avoid the, the suicide attempt is to be grateful for what we do have. Sometimes we can get so wrapped up in trying to get more more friends, more money, more opportunities, more this, more that that man, we don't take time to be gra- grateful. When was the last time you prayed before you um I, you know, even if you're not religious, prayed before you ate or or you could just even give thanks, like thank you food, thank you food for being here. I'm so grateful. That I have food to eat to nourish my body, my bones, my mind. Um, you know, gratitude for just being able to move and listen and hear and see and touch. I mean, there are people who you know can't see. There are people who can't who can't move on their own. I mean, if you went to the bathroom, like that's a big deal. If you're able to touch your toes and tie your shoelaces, that's a thing to be grateful for. If you can feel the breeze on your face. Or see the ocean, or, or water, or hear children playing, or birds singing. These are things to be grateful for. So a lot of times we get so caught up in, you know, our needs and wants, and and what we're lacking, and in, in our inadequacies that we're not. And then also to be grateful for who we are. Right. It, it's beautiful to want to be a better version of ourselves. That's that's wonderful, right? Um, but to take time to be like, man, I'm so grateful that I'm a person who, um, you know, likes to work out. I'm so grateful I'm a person who calls her friends. to. And, 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 I, and I know it sounds like um, it may be a bit narcissistic, but we have to, you know, pat ourselves on the back. We have to know how to endorse our character. Right? Uh, to validate ourselves. So to, to just be grateful for the for the little things, for the friend who did call, for the person who did open the door for you. For the the sleep that you did get. You know, maybe you didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Just to be like, you know what? I'm just grateful I got three hours. I'm grateful I have a b had a bed to sleep in to to do that. And then, you know, Also, when we're talking about buyer's remorse, right? if we want to avoid buyer's remorse, if we want to avoid that suicide attempt, is learn what our tendencies are. And this is where journaling comes in, so you can recognize your patterns. I'll give you an example. I recognize that for breakfast, I I eat breakfast at pretty much the same time every day around 8 a.m., right? Um, this morning, I didn't because I, I just I felt like compelled to to record this podcast and talk to you guys. Um, but learning your tendencies, like, and this comes from journaling and talking to a therapist or a coach so that you can recognize what your patterns are. I have a pattern of eating a, a, a breakfast that's in alignment with m- what makes me feel strong and activated. And then... Lunch gets a little wonky. I get a little wonky at lunch. I, I, I feel like my my meal plan goes out the window. It, all of a sudden it's like you know chips and layer bars and uh, there's something around the lunch period where I, I become unglued a bit. and then dinner, I you know I hop back on track. But there's something about the middle of the day where I, I, I just become untethered. That's my tendency. And so it's beautiful to see, okay, this is a pattern. And, and then how do I disrupt my own pattern? What do I have to do to shake things up so I can? Because sometimes, and, and, and sometimes we have to disrupt ourselves or jam our system because it becomes, it's, sometimes it's too hard to intellectualize why we're doing a thing. So we just kind of have to jam our own system to. So for instance, all right, uh, I usually go off the rails at lunch. I'm usually eating this, this, and that. Okay, so today what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat lunch. Um, I'm going to uh, go to a restaurant to eat lunch. I'm going to, you know, eat out. I never do that during lunch. So let me try something different and see if that sparks something different. Maybe maybe that gives me some some clarity. Maybe at by lunchtime, because you know, I spend a lot of time uh, working from home in the morning. I'm, I'm I'm mostly you know in the house working on the blogs and the, the podcasting and, and 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 reading and and really filling my mind and working out. I work so much from home that by lunch I'm kind of craving not so much the the food and the snacks and all those things that I go towards, but just some human connection outside of you know Michelle and Mila and the, and the dog and home i just need to be around the strangers or in a social atmosphere so that way i'm not demonizing myself a lot of times we have these patterns or tendencies where we just beat ourselves up and and, and we just kind of go well that's just how i am that's what i do but but those are the moments where we can go all right how do i jam my system how do i disrupt the thinking how do i how do I change this pattern? What would be something different I can do? And just for today, just for today to see what that feels like, right? It's not, it's not a permanent thing because, you know, the world around us is changing. So what my tendencies are, what my patterns are, that's going to evolve also. And then, you know, last thing is give it some time. Give yourself some time to uh, buy yourself some time to adjust. You know, there's a quote that says, uh, I forgot what book it's in. It's, I think it was Suicidal Mind. Don't quote me on that. But he says, you know, ne- never never commit suicide when you're suicidal. Never end your life. So it's it's that thing of like, don't go shopping when you're hungry. Right? Don't, don't go uh you know to the nightclub uh when if you're in a relationship when you're like angry and and horny, like give yourself some time and that and that and that just might mean maybe you you kind of you know take a a a twenty minute break or you go get a massage or you put it on pause, you schedule it for the following day, whatever that that thing is that's, that's burdening you, that's troubling you, um, schedule it for tomorrow, tomorrow and see, and just see if, if it's something that you still, uh, want to do, if you still want it, but I would say schedule it for three days from now, 72 hours from now, you know, if that, if there's that thing, you're like, oh, I want to get that, I want to buy that, okay, if you really want to buy that, three, three days from now, and then see if it's still there. There, you know, I, I have podcasts that, you know, when I'm I'm always scrolling through Spotify to see what podcasts I want to listen to. And there would be all these different topics. I'm like, oh, I download that. And I download like 10 to 20 podcast episodes. Right. And then at the end of the week, I've maybe listened to one. Cause I'm also listening to audiobooks and I listen, you know, I re listen to my podcast. And then I go, I, by the end of the week, when I look at it, I go, I don't want to, I'm not interested in any of these anymore. And then I just delete them all. So if you're thinking about ending your life, remember there's a reason why all these car companies and a lot of states have a cooling off rule. They have a cooling off rule because they know that a lot of times we make these impulsive decisions or we make these emotional I don't want to use the word impulsive but uh, we make these emotional decisions and we get a three-day cooling off period so that you know all right uh, I was a bit emotional when I bought this house when I bought the car and now three days later I realize I don't need it and now I can return it some places give you up to 10 days so give yourself 10 days if, if you reached a point where you're like, I want to I end it all, give yourself 10 days to cool off. Check in with yourself 10 days from now. And then in the meantime, while you're cooling off, this is where you you call the 988 or you get a therapist. You go to you know, betterhelp.com forward slash Leo or you work with myself one-on-one, thrivewithleo.com. Or you, you reach out to a mentor or a friend or a family member and you say, Hey, the these next 10 days, I I need to to cool off. I need to get I need to gain perspective. I really need some support and help. And I, I and I don't know how to give it to myself. This is the time to reach out. And and give yourself some time, and explore other options, seek other alternatives, and and you can literally take a cold shower, take take a cold shower every day for the next ten days, literally cool yourself off. A cold shower, cold plunge, or uh, was it Thera? I forget what it's called, where you um. The, the the cold the cold tanks where they it's like three minutes you go in and they freeze you but but literally if, ask yourself for the next ten days hop in the hop in the ocean if it's cool or the lake but say for the next ten days I'm gonna cool off and if ten days feels too long break it down on one day how do I how do I cool myself off for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. Uh, remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other international phone numbers that are in the show notes. You can chat, talk, text. Uh, you can always go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.